Tonight in our prayer period, there are three specific areas that we're going to be praying for. Uh, first of all, we're going to be praying to God that we might be thankful and grateful people and not forget all of the many blessings that God gives to us. Then we're going to be praying for the physical health and the spiritual health of, of several of our members here and for the congregation of a whole in terms of our spiritual health. Finally, we're going to be asking God's blessings on our nation and on our elected officials as they make decisions that impact all of us. And so we hope that um, this evening as uh, elders come to read a passage and then to lead us in these specific prayers that all of us can uh, join our thoughts and our hearts uh, together in this effort of, of uh, praying to God this evening. Take out your Bibles, if you would, and turn to the book of Luke, chapter 17. Luke, chapter 17. As Nelson has uh, mentioned, this first portion our thoughts and minds, we'd like to guide those in the idea of being a thankful and grateful people. Many of you will recognize this passage from your studies in your own personal life and your personal spiritual studies, and will be aware as you see that of the thankfulness that Jesus talks about here. I want to thank Brother Ricky for his prayer this evening. If uh, you can recall that, it was a very thankful prayer, and I appreciate it very much that he did that. In fact, I thought I should just ask him to come back up here and pray it again because it was it's a really good prayer, so I appreciate that, brother. Uh, but let's read together from Luke chapter 17, verse 11. Luke 17, 11, and we'll read through the 19th verse. Now on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he was going into a village, ten men who had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. And he saw them, when he saw them, he said, Go, show yourselves to the priests. And they went, and they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back, praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him, and he was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, Rise and go, your faith has made you well. Let's pray together. Our Father in heaven, we're so um, honored and humbled to be able to come and speak to you, Father, through prayer. We thank you for this avenue that you provide to us to talk to you, Father, to have a personal conversation with our Creator and our Master, Father. Father, we're so thankful for the words that are written in the book of life, in the Bible, Father, that you've given to us, that we can know you and that we can know your son and what he had done here on this earth and what you would have us to become, Father. Father, we're 
praying now for your help for each of us as children of yours to be thankful people and grateful people. We know that so much in our lives is a blessing, Father, and sometimes sometimes we don't take the time to think about those things, all of the many, many good things that are in our life that come from you, Father. Father, we know that when we read this passage about the men that had leprosy, there's such a direct and obvious spiritual application to us, Father, that many of us in this room have been touched and cleansed by the blood of your Son. And we see here what your Son would want our reaction to be to such wonderful blessing, Father. But that he also wants us to have that reaction to the many, many things that are done for us and are in our lives. We pray, Father, that you'd help us all to be a thankful and grateful people, that you'd help us to not just realize that now as we read that passage and, and have that thought in this moment and then lose it again, but that you'd help us to be thankful and grateful for the rest of our days on this earth, Father, because so much awaits us in heaven with you, Father. We thank you for that. We thank you so much for your son, Jesus Christ, the immeasurable love that he has for us, that you have for us, that he's there with you now in heaven, waiting for us to choose and walk the path that will take us there. And it's in his holy and righteous name we pray. Amen. If you would, turn your Bibles to James chapter 5. James chapter 5, and I'll be reading verses 13 through 16. <clears throat> Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing praise. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him up, and if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Therefore, co confess your sins to one another and pray for one another, that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we're, we're so thankful for all the blessings that, that you provide for us. Father, we come to you at this time asking a special blessing upon those in, of this congregation that, are, that need your healing power, Father. Father, we know that there are several that uh, are suffering from physical ailments, and those that come to mind right now, Father, are Pat Reisinger, Tanya Thomas, Mary Dye, and, and Anthony Rex. And we ask you to be with them, Father, that, that you could be with those that are looking out for them, that they... If it be your will, Father, please heal them that they may have a, their normal portion of health returned back to them, Father. And not only those that we know about, Father, but we know as, as we get older, there's many in this congregation that are older, Father, and as we get older, things that, that used to come, we be able to do with ease now become more of a struggle for us to do. Father, we ask you to be with those that are, that are aging and be with uh, them that they may uh, overcome the, the simple pains of life, Father. 
Father, in addition to those that have physical needs, we know that there are also many in this congregation have spiritual needs. Some of those that are, are attending regularly, Father, and just have struggles in their life. And we ask you to be with them, Father, that they may have peace, that they can find somebody to talk to and talk over their, their spiritual questions with, Father, and get answers from your word. But, Father, we also know that there are others that are struggling spiritually and, and they no longer attend with us. Father, we ask you to be with each one of us that we can reach out to those people and give us the wisdom to say something that will be able to, to teach them and to get them come back to, to our services again. Father, uh, we're so thankful for, for everything that you do for us. We're thankful for uh, uh, the, the, the sunshine that you give us and the, the weather outside. And, and Father, we're so thankful for, for the many blessings every day. Father, we ask you to be with us, and it's in your son's name that we pray. Amen. If you'd like to follow along, I'll be reading from 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. Therefore I exhort, first of all, that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of all things uh, be made for all men, for kings and all who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence. For this is a good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. So we go to God in prayer. Gracious Lord and our loving Father in heaven, we come before thee at this time uh, thankful that we have this avenue of prayer to bring to you our concerns and our cares and uh, to lay them at your feet and to uh, ask for your guidance. We pray, Lord, especially for our nation, the future of this nation, uh, that those who are in authority might remember the principles on which it was first built, that they might continue to uh, look back to those days. And we pray, Lord, that they will look to you for the wisdom and the knowledge that uh, they need to uh, lead this nation. We pray, Lord, that you be with all those who are in authority to make wise decisions about marriage laws and the, uh, the relationships between men and women and the rightful uh, things that should be done in your sight and not in the sight of men. And we pray, Lord, that you will be with these, lead, or these leaders as they uh, make decisions about our religious freedom. Allow us to uh, continue to worship you, Lord, and without fear of uh, retribution from uh, governments and from those uh, outside this uh, body, the people that, uh, who uh, would fight against your will and to uh, tear down uh, those things that uh, you would have us to do. And we pray, Lord, that you will uh, be with our leaders as they uh, make those decisions uh, of future things to come. Help us to uh, strive to turn back to your word and to uh, learn to uh, do your will, to uh, honor you and give you the glory in all things. We pray, Lord, that you'll be with uh, those of us as we uh, are about to elect uh, new leaders uh, in different elections throughout the year. We pray, Lord, that we will make wise decisions to uh, elect those officials that will uh, turn to you for the guidance and help us to continue to uh, uh, be on a path that would be uh, pleasing in your sight. Pray, Lord, that it will allow us to continue to honor you and give you the glory, continue to have that freedom to worship you daily. And pray, Lord, that uh, you be with each of us as we uh, do make these decisions and help us to make wise decisions. Again, we're thankful for uh, so many things and the blessings you give it to us, but most thankful, Lord, for your son who uh, came to that earth. And 
went to that cross on our behalf, that we might have that hope for an eternal life with Thee. And it's through uh, Christ's name we pray. Amen. Again tonight, as we have gone to God in prayer, asking him to help us to be thankful and grateful for all of the many blessings that we have, uh, as, as Sam prayed, uh, the blessing of the forgiveness of our sins through the blood of Jesus Christ should stand out to every one of us. What a wonderful blessing that is. And we would pray that we would not take that for granted also prayed for physical uh, health for certain folks, but also for the spiritual health and for the health, spiritual health of our entire congregation. And finally, uh, Randy led our thoughts in a prayer for our nation and for our leaders uh, that the that the freedom to worship God according to his word and in the way that he has directed us to worship him would not be taken away from us and that that we as voters in this democracy would uh, elect those leaders that would stand upon God's truth, that would have the courage to make decisions not based upon uh, the whims and will of mankind, but what uh, would be the right thing in terms of uh, God's word. And as Randy said, this is truly uh, the principles upon which our nation was founded. As we've come together tonight, we always like to give the opportunity, if anyone was here that needed to respond to the invitation, whether that would be to uh, become a child of God, to have your sins washed away through uh, the waters of baptism, or to confess sin and to ask for the prayers of the church to be made on your behalf, we would be happy to do that. We would be overjoyed to do that even this very evening. In a moment, we're going to stand and sing a song to encourage you to do that. But um, in Revelation chapter 3 and verse 20 is truly an invitation that Jesus extends to all mankind. Specifically, he was speaking to the church at Laodicea, but in a general sense, it, it does apply to uh, mankind as a whole. Jesus said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. Many years ago, there was a, uh, a certain king in Europe who um, asked one of the great painters to paint uh, a picture of Jesus standing at the door and knocking. And the artist spent time in studying and carefully thinking about that portrait that he would paint, and then he painted a portrait. Obviously. We don't know what Jesus looked like exactly, and most of us have probably seen this famous painting. I can remember as a kid, this painting was on 
fans that were in the, the back of pews from the local funeral home. Uh, but it portrayed uh, what the artist thought Jesus looked like standing at a door and knocking. When the artist gave this, uh, presented this portrait to the king who had authorized him to paint it, the king looked at it and thought it was very good, but immediately the king said to the artist, he left something out. And the artist said, what's that? And he said, well, you didn't put a handle on the door. And the artist said, you don't understand. He was referring to this very verse. The door that Jesus is knocking on doesn't have a handle on his side of the door. It requires the door to be open from the other side by us. We have the opportunity and the power to open that door to the knocking of Jesus and to invite him in to dine with us, to uh, share in tender fellowship with us. But we also have the power to leave the door shut, leave him on the other side. He will not force his way into the life of anyone. We have to willingly invite Jesus in. Tonight, if you've never done that, we hope that you'll willingly invite Jesus into your life. Whether you need to be baptized or whether you need to ask for God to forgive you in prayer, we'd be happy to do those things for you if you'd come as we stand and sing.